Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It's Wednesday. It's the 28th of October, and this is your Property News Live. Rents increased in many rural areas and fell sharply in some cities over the summer as more UK tenants looked to relocate from the towns to the countrysides, according to the Deposit Protection Service, DPS. Its quarterly rent index shows increased demand for rural and larger properties and lower demand for urban properties and flats during the third quarter of 2020. Flats fell on average by £5, down to 795 whilst rents rose for detached, semi-detached and terrace properties. UK tenants paid on average 31.08% of their average 30,353 annual wages on rent during the last quarter. Managing Director Matt Trevitt says, our latest rent index clearly shows that tenants are following homeowners in reconsidering city living and moving to the countryside. The prevalence of homeworking seems to be causing many urban renters to reassess their priorities, including a new desire for increased indoor and outdoor space. Greater demand for both rural and larger properties seems to have driven rent prices up, whilst urban properties and flats have become the cheaper option for tenants. Revealed today by Knight Frank are the top five areas across the UK which are prime for major development. So let's get straight into this, where are they? So the lowdown of Knight Frank's top five hotspots are the following. Surrey Heath includes 10,800 acres of greenbelt and woodland covering 46% of the local authority. The landscape offers amenity to residents whilst being a restriction on future development. Surrey Heath scored amongst the highest of the hotspots in its broadband coverage with over 99% of premises now covered by super fast broadband. So that's number one. Number two, Tameside. This is a district within close proximity to Manchester city centre and scored amongst the highest for house prices within reach of local earners. House pricing is considered relatively affordable for its amenity provision with a value to earnings ratio of 6.4. The authority has been earmarked for 8,850 homes by 2037, supported by new train stations at Dewsnap in Duncanfield and Gamesley on the border with Derbyshire. The housing will support more than 175,000 square metres of new employment space at Ashton Moss West. Next on their list is East Hertfordshire. This is a predominantly rural district with rolling countryside punctuated with the five market towns of Bishop Stortford, Buntingford, Hartford and Sawbridgeworth. East Hertfordshire has more Ofsted rated outstanding schools than our other hotspots and this is set to be enhanced by the significant education provision offered by the proposed Gilston Park Estate Project. 
Next is Fairham, and that's a coastal area between Portsmouth and Southampton, offering short distances to local jobs. More jobs will be created by the proposed development of a new garden community at Wellbourne, which will, in partnership with house builders of different sizes. And then Chesterfield, which is located in the foothills of the Pennines, is known as the gateway to the Peak District. It is a market town surrounded on three sides by Greenbelt, but is less restricted to the east towards the M1. Chesterfield benefits from being on the mainline train offering, um, which is one hour 47 minute service to London St Pancras, as well as trains to Manchester, Liverpool, Leeds and Sheffield. Chesterfield is struggling to meet the demands of the housing delivery test and is currently meeting 65% of its target. If that target increases under new proposals, Chesterfield would only be meeting 46% of the revised housing delivery target. The Devonshire group of Chatsworth House fame has submitted plans for a development of 700 new homes, employment and educational use to the west of Staveley to address new future needs. There you have it, folks. So, Surrey Heath, Tameside, East Hertfordshire, Fareham and Chesterfield. Online searches for pet-friendly UK rental property have jumped to the highest level since available records began in 2004. According to HomeViews 2020 report, the Build to Rent or BTR report search for queries for pet-friendly rentals, pet-friendly apartments and pet-friendly in the real estate category have all increased dramatically during post-lockdown. This comes as 78% of pet owners still experience difficulty finding a pet-friendly rental property, with pet owners taking up to seven times longer to rent a home compared to non-pet owners, according to research by the Dogs Trust. The report highlights the success of operators offering pet-friendly BTR facilities, it found that all 10 of the highest-rated build-to-rent developments were pet-friendly, whereas most build-to-sell developments were not. As a result, many build-to-rent schemes are able to fill their gaps in the market left by private landlords who are unwilling to allow pets into their properties. Lockdown appears to have brought into focus the important, uh, importance of things like owning pets for tenants who are rethinking their priorities. BTR company Fizzy Living describes itself as London's most pet-friendly landlord with 30% of its tenants owning at least one pet. The operator's buildings features pet stations stocked with bags, paw wipes and treats and staff are encouraged to bring their pets to work on designated days. Hmm. Generation Rents, the pressure group led by Baroness Alicia Kennedy, is tweeting advice to tenants on how to negotiate a lower rent. A series of tweets starts dramatically by saying, the rent is, beyond doubt, too damn high, but renters don't always have to pay what the landlord demands. It then goes on through several social media posts to explain what tenants can do, apparently in order to reduce their rent. One post tells renters, 
Your staying power is very important part of a rent negotiation. Your landlord wouldn't want to take a risk on an unknown tenant, pay to advertise a property, miss out on rent, and then it says that the ending of the furlough scheme this weekend may see more renters on lower incomes and reliant on benefits. If you have lost income, your landlord may agree to reduce a rent. She continues to tweet, research other rent prices in your area and consider the condition of the property when discussing a lower rent. Almost inevitably, some of the tweets make unattributed claims about landlords. We've heard from some tenants that landlords are asking for ridiculous increases, possibly to force them out without serving a Section 21 no-fault eviction, but they cannot do this without your agreement or a valid Section 13 notice. The campaign group then says in the final tweet in the thread, have you managed to negotiate a lower rent with your landlord? Question mark. Or have you been hit with a massive rent increase? It asks tenants to tweet their messages with the hashtag VentYourRent. So there you have it, folks. That is today's property update. As always, please do head over to the iTunes button and click on that review. It would be awesome. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. Don't forget, no matter what you do, have some fun. Oh, my God.